What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 98 of Trail Tales. My name is Kyle Grady. I am a through hiker. I am a peak backer. I am a huge hiking nerd, as you all know. And every single week on this podcast, with the exception of holidays, because I didn't do an episode during Thanksgiving week, I chat with other hiking nerds about their experiences on the trail. I'm killing the intro this morning. Um, This is a great episode. This is an Appalachian Trail episode. Some of you hopefully recall episode number 92 with Rune Raven. Well, on this episode, I chat with Rune's partner. Her name is Nikki. And I'm going to be honest, as you're going to hear at the very beginning of the conversation, I can't can't do her name. Like, I, I could try, but... I would just butcher it. It would just be embarrassing for everybody involved, including the listeners. So I'm not even going to try. Rune and Nikki are both from Denmark, and they hiked the Appalachian Trail this year. As you will recall from the last episode I did with Rune, uh, we spent most of the episode talking about a 2020 AT through hike in the time of COVID. And I felt like it didn't really... It didn't really do... Uh, I don't I don't even know how to say this. I feel like I, I didn't give him the chance to really talk about his actual hike too much because we just talked about COVID. And so the goal with this episode was to not really talk about COVID that much and just uh, give Nikki a chance to talk about their actual hike because they hiked the entire thing together. And that's basically what we did for the entire episode. Although I guess at the beginning we did also talk about the Camino a little bit, um, which was interesting because that's something that hasn't really been discussed on the show too much. And it was a great time. So, Nikki, thank you so much for doing this. I really, really appreciate it. And we'll have to do another episode soon. Those of you that listen to this show on the regular might recall that a few episodes ago, I said something about if you leave a iTunes review, I will read it during the next intro. And then I kind of forgot during the next intro, I think. Uh, I'm sorry. I took some time off for Thanksgiving. I'm just getting back into this back back into the swing of things here um but i did get some more reviews some of them weren't five stars though i got a couple four star reviews which is which is uh not great like this one for instance it says mostly good but and then it says host is super cliche and kind of annoying (laughs) this dude would drive me nuts if i had to hike with him but the subject matter is great and everything else is enjoyable well um part of me is insulted part of me knows that you're kind of right so I'll let it slide. Um, I'm not going to read the next four-star review because I said five-star review. So leave a five-star review. This next one says, you, uh, you're goofy. This is from Hiker Barbie, by the way, which is hilarious. It says, I enjoy listening to your podcast while driving to my hikes. You're pretty goofy, but in a good way. I like your passion for backpacking. Thank you very much, Hiker Barbie. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to leave a five-star iTunes review... Please do. Please don't call me annoying and cliche, even though we all know those things are the truth. Um, Leaving a five-star review is a great way to help the show. It helps us rank higher. It helps show people that the show is actually worth listening to. Um, And also, if you want to help support the show, there's an even better thing you can do. If you listen to this podcast on the regular and you have a couple bucks to spare, maybe you buy one less coffee this month or something like that, please check out the Trail Tales Patreon. That's Patreon dot com slash trail tales you get some perks you'll get the satisfaction of knowing you are helping to support the best podcast on the internet um i feel like that's what every podcaster says so i'll say the third best podcast on the internet that makes absolutely no sense but we're gonna go with it um so yeah check out the patreon please if you listen to the show a lot uh that would be really really awesome patreon.com slash trail tales Let's get into the episode number 98 with Nikki Appalachian Trail Class of 2020. Episode number 98 of Trail Tales. Welcome to... uh, I feel like I shouldn't even try. (laughs) I'm so bad. Okay, so... So Nikki is what I know her by, um, but yeah. I, as as many of my listeners know, I am like really pretty bad with names, or at least I feel like it's the thing where I like try to pronounce someone's name on the spot, like when we're recording and I just butcher it, or I feel like I'm going to butcher it. So Nikki is her, what I know her by. Um, her trail name is Burst. I also know her by that, but... I am not even going to try to pronounce her name because I'm probably going to butcher it because I just butchered it on the first take. Anyways, so um, Nikki, 
this is this feels so <laughs> wrong. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, but don't be sorry. If what? I if I were to pronounce anyone's <laughs> names beside my own country and American names, I would butcher it too. Why don't you tell everybody who you are then? <laughs> okay, so my name is what we would say here in Scandinavia is Nicoline Hemel. Um, but I would say most of my friends abroad just call me Nicolina. Nicolina, okay. Yeah. Nicolina and Nikki. Um, well, anyways, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. For everybody listening, um, you hopefully you remember a few episodes ago when I talked to Rune Raven. Well, uh, Nikki and Rune are together. They hike together. And uh, we spent most of Rune's episode talking about how COVID affected his, his thru-hike because... They hiked this year, obviously, 2020, um, and I felt kind of bad by the end of the episode because that's all we focused on, and I feel like Rune didn't really get a chance to talk about their actual hike besides just the COVID stuff, and of course, I'm sure that played a huge part in it, but there's got to be mm. more to it, obviously, and so I was like, hmm, what better way to have everybody hear about the hike beyond just COVID? Then to have Nikki on next, which I already wanted to have you on. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, here we are. So thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. It's going to be fun. So now that we've got your name out of the way, um, mm-hmm. that makes that's so bad. That makes it sound like I'm like, oh, like your name's not important. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to butcher your name and then, okay, let's get to it. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, like now that we're past that, I'm, I'm, I'm terrible. I'm terrible. Um yeah, let's uh, let's hear about just um. And folks did hear about this stuff a little bit uh, when I mm-hmm. asked Rune how he kind of learned about the Appalachian Trail because it is it is a especially interesting to me when when folks from outside the U.S. Um, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of hearing about their stories, how they learned about the AT and stuff. And he did touch on it a little bit, but I'll let you uh, tell the story firsthand. So yeah, how yeah. did you learn about the AT, and then just also go through some of your hiking history, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, the way I learned about it was I got introduced to hiking when I was, I just graduated from what we call gymnasium and it's, it doesn't have anything to do with sports or gymnastics or anything. It's mostly (laughs) like, you know, like high school or like early college. Um, I wanted to kind of just go out and explore, um, and how I got to explore the world was I traveled to South America. Um, and went on a few hikes with like a big group of people. And obviously I really enjoyed it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, that kind of got me into thinking that this is a really nice way to kind of see things and feel like you're moving. And it's it kind of like it, it connects you to other people mm-hmm. in like a another kind of way than just going through a big city like New York. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I think kind of after that travel and experience in South America, I wanted to go on another hike and I wanted to challenge myself, like doing like more like a long distance hike. Um, so I I did the, the French way on the Camino. And the, that's, the French way? Yeah, the French way of Camino de Santiago. There's more ways connecting, like, and Santiago. I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess here, and I apologize to all my European listeners for not knowing this already, but um, I'm going to guess that means, like, uh, just the French part of it, like, like way as in just, like, that section, I guess. Is that what it means? Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a, it's, it's a section that goes from, it starts in, in France, and then... You kind of cross over the Pyrenees Mountains, and then you, I guess, like right on day one, you hit Spain already. Oh, okay, okay, and gotcha. And then you make a way across Spain. Gotcha. I hear that word like way being thrown out mm-hmm. a lot in when it comes to European trails and hikes and stuff like that. So that's yeah. that's probably something I'm probably overdue to know that, but better late than never, I guess. <laughs> no, no, you're good. Um, and that was actually on my first day. That's how I got to know about. Appalachian, like the Appalachian Trail, because um, I met a guy named Nick, um, and he he finished his hike in the same year, no, the previous year from when I hiked the Camino. Mm-hmm. So he, that, that was his next hike after the AT. Oh, okay. So he was he was still like very excited and. Anytime he would get to talk about the trail or 
gear or anything. He was like, he was stoked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and I, I think I kind of knew about it already just from YouTube and me researching hikes to do. But was that um, like the first time you'd heard about it more like personally, I guess, like yeah, from somebody? Exactly. And mm -hmm. he was like, he had so many stories and I was so curious. So I, I got to ask like all the right questions that I could just yeah. sense it for me. He was like, yes, yeah. I get to talk about my experience again. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And I'm sure you can probably resonate with that even more now. <laughs> you yeah, know, having, definitely Having can. actually completed it yourself. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. That's, that's crazy. Like I feel... I, I don't know much about the, the Camino. I'm honestly, I'm probably like overdue to, to talk about it because I know there's people out there. There's definitely people out there that want to hear about it. I've gotten yeah. messages and emails and stuff asking me to, it's, to cover it. In Europe, it, it's very common. Like almost everyone knows know about the Camino mm -hmm. or they know someone who's hiked it. Mm -hmm. I think one of the reasons why... I don't want to say I've like resisted talking about it because it's not like I'm like, no, I refuse to talk about that. Mm -hmm. But I think one of the reasons why I just haven't really, I don't know, like stepped up and actually like, gone through the effort to to get someone on to talk about it is because mm -hmm. it just seems like so different than what I'm used to as far as hiking goes. Because I'm used to, you know, camping, yeah. you know, in the backcountry. I've heard it called wild camping before. I don't mm -hmm. know how accurate that is, but I've heard that term tossed around before. I'm used to that. And it seems, mm -hmm. it seems like, because again, I, I don't really know, but it seems like the Camino is more like town to town and there's a lot of mm -hmm. like road walking and history and stuff like that. Is that an accurate assessment it is. there? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. That's like, that's... I think that was why I felt more comfortable being that that being my first hike, like long hike, um, because I originally wanted to wild camp, carry a tent. My mom was like, "No, <laughs> no, I don't think that's a good idea." And I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go without my phone." It's like, oh, "Yeah, you're definitely <laughs> you're definitely not going with a tent on your back and <laughs> without your phone." Oh, jeez. So it's like, why don't you just want to do the Camino? There's a lot of people. Yeah. There's towns. There's food. I'm not. I'm, and then she didn't have to worry about me too much. Are there still parts of it, though, that you are, like, kind of, you know, in the backcountry, as we would call it? Mm, yeah. It, I, would, I wouldn't call it backcountry exactly. Like, okay. It's, it's more like, you know, like the small towns you go through in the 18th. Yeah, yeah. You get to take a ride to a small town where there lives, let's say, like, approximately 50 people. Mm-hmm. It's mm -hmm. kind of like the same okay. where I knew that I there would be no way that I would be in these towns if I didn't hike there. Okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. That's interesting. Mm. I wonder, here, here's, a, here's an interesting question that just popped into my head. So as a lot of people know, I hiked the Vermont Long Trail before I hiked the AT. And I feel like I've said this before. I don't know if I've said it quite as explicitly as I'm about to say it now, but I feel like if you can hike the Long Trail, you can 100% hike the AT as well. Mm -hmm. Um so what would you say as far as that situation with the Camino? Do you think it was like good prep? Do you think someone who could hike the Camino could also hike the AT? Like how do you think those two kind of overlap there? Um, it's I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say that if you're if you you hike the 500 miles of uh, the Camino that you'd be able to hike the AT in its entirety like all 2,193 mm -hmm. miles. Um, you could definitely do sections, I would say. But as I found, like in the beginning, very beginning of the hike, where you're surrounded by a lot of people who all have like the ambition to get all the way to Katahdin, um, I think a lot of people are surprised by how hard it is. Oh, yeah. Even I was. I was like, oh my God, this is hard work. <laughs> and I didn't necessarily feel that way with the Camino. It was more like the distance. Like you, like with the Pacific Crest Trail, like a lot of people heard that you were able to do like longer days because it's not like it's not as steep or like the trail is pretty easy. Yeah, allegedly. Um, interesting. Okay. I guess it's in, you know, I wasn't trying to make a direct comparison between mm -hmm. the long trail or the Camino either because obviously the long trail is basically just like the AT, just a lot shorter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, So obviously it's going to lend itself a little bit better for preparation mm -hmm. for the AT in that regard. But um, yeah, it's a little little pro tip. If you want to do the AT sometime in the future and you want to see how prepared you'll be, try to do the long trail because the long trail, if you can do that trail, I 100% think you can do the AT, even though it's significantly <laughs> shorter. Anyways. Um, I would say, oh, I, I oh, just, go ahead. it popped into my head. Okay, a comparison. The first day on the Camino, 
um, if you were able to make it through the first day and think, hmm, I could do this again, I would say then you kind of have an idea of what the, the AT is going to be like. What, um, what happened on you your... like the Pyrenees Mountains. Can you talk so about like, your first day then a little bit? That, that's oh my it's God, intriguing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, my first day. So I did something that I wouldn't say most people do. I got, like I, I booked a plane ticket, but I didn't, I'm not like the person who plans too much. So when I hit France, I couldn't actually make my way to like the trailhead. Um, so I decided to stay in like a smaller town about 20 miles from the trailhead and then make my way there and i i pushed myself too hard on the very first day oh no really which you know like you're never supposed to do <laughs> um so when i got there i got the passport and she told me like okay so tomorrow's gonna be hard but after that it's pretty much just straightforward and i was like wait is going to be hard <laughs> because that was what no one's told me. Right. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you have to cross the, the mountains and you make your way down. So it's, it's going to be a lot of going up, but you could cut the day short and stop here. And it was like, I just knew myself like, nah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Um, so it was, it was like going uphill almost all throughout the day and I could just remember like taking slow steps and like <gasps> like trying to catch my breath and I was oh, like oh no. my god what did I get myself into <laughs> uh, I feel like that's that's so true like what you said about comparing that to the AT because I feel like that that's definitely what it's like for a lot of people yeah. <laughs> um I was I was very much like what what did I get myself into but it was more mentally mm. rather than physical something I talked about a lot on that very early episodes of trail tales but have not talked about in a long time now because it's been mm -hmm. a long time since i hiked <laughs> um i i am curious so let's go back to that conversation or the conversations you had with um i think you said his name was nick the guy that had hiked yeah. the at that you mm -hmm. met out there um uh met on the camino that is um so you said you had known a little bit about the trail before, but that was like the first time you had heard like a personal account of somebody who had hiked mm -hmm. it i guess and you were kind of asking all these questions. I'm I'm wondering if there was like, you know, while while you were talking to them, if there was like a a moment where you were like, you know what, I think I'm gonna try to do this, or if it was more of like a gradual, like maybe I'll do it, inch you a little bit closer, maybe I'm thinking about doing it even more, and then eventually you're like, finally, maybe I'll do it. Can you just kind of talk about, um, yeah. you know, when like you kind of, yeah, yeah, the process, and when you kind of cross that line and actually decided like, okay, I, th I think I'm going to give the AT like an actual, like legitimate mm -hmm. shot. Yeah. I remember, so Nick talked about uh, the shelters and a lot about the, the people that he met and his, like his trail, all the trail names and his <laughs> trail me, like his, his little family. <laughs> and he talked about, um, like the experience of going into towns and everything smells of bacon and everyone <laughs> smells of perfume and you feel gross, but you're kind of just like living this wild life that's like your reality and everyone else kind of just like it's doing their thing and you're mm -hmm. like, oh my God, I'm so glad I'm not in society anymore. Um, and I, that was really interesting because I've never experienced anything like that before. Um right. I think it kind of like you, you get kind of like the similar experience when you go out traveling for more than a month. Like it's, it feels like, okay, I'm doing this, like I'm disconnected from everything back home, um, which was what I wanted with my, with my hike on the Camino as well. So for him to say like he was doing it for half a year, I was like, oh my God, yeah, that's a long time. That is a long um, time. And he did explain how hard it was and, I remember he talked, he talked about like in the beginning, it was all these wonderful things. And then I was like, oh my God, but is, isn't it hard? He was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> um, and he showed me pictures of them. I think it was crossing um, Mount Whitney. No, no, Mount Whitney. What is it? Washington. Washington, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he showed me pictures of them crawling and the wind <laughs> knocking them over. And I was just looking, I was like, oh my God, is this what you did? <laughs> um and i said something like oh my i could never like i would i would never be able to do that and he just looked at me he's like yeah you can and i think that was like a few days 
after like we we hiked pretty much every day and saw each other and all the time we talked about the AT. Yeah, yeah. And he looked at me and he was like, "Yeah, you you could you could do it." And That's like, you awesome. You really think so? Because um, I I just didn't believe in myself enough to be like, "Yeah, one day I'm gonna do it." Um, I think that just stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Like one day I'm actually gonna do it because Nick thinks I can do it. <laughs> when you say it like that, you make it sound like oh, you know what most people do. They're like, oh, one day, mm-hmm. one day, maybe one day. But it wasn't like that for you. You obviously no. did it like shortly yeah. after. Um, so I guess when did you, or when did you and Rune like commit? Like, okay, yeah, you know, we have we're not just like talking about it and like, oh, we want to do it. But like, when did you actually be like, okay, we are doing this. Like, we're gonna start making plans to like, you know, make this happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it did it did kind of just happen. Like we we, well, we didn't. I didn't tell Rune about the AT or my dreams of ever hiking the AT because I didn't want to put it into his head that that was something that he wanted to do too. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that that was his dream too. Um, Interesting. Yeah. That's smart. If, That's smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I would not drag him in, out into doing that and be like, what the heck <laughs> yeah, did you know, decide that... that we should do? I was like, this was not my idea. This was your idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. I like so it. So I, I introduced rune into hiking um when was it not la- like last year like last not last summer but this previous one okay um just like a small two-day hike um we even slept at my grandmother's so i was like we'd only have to sleep in the tent for one night i promise <laughs> you <laughs> and i made sure that it was like an easy going hike yeah smart um, also very smart but everything pretty much just went wrong on that hike. Like uh, the weather was just not great. <laughs> it was like there was thundering, it was raining. Uh, we got completely drenched. Um, Rune got so many blisters because I, I didn't tell it. Like I was just, just wearing regular socks. Like it's okay, we're only going <laughs> to go on like a short hike. I was like, you don't need to prepare for anything. Like we got this. Um, but he completely broke his feet. He twisted his ankle. Um, I think like he even like in the night, like he had to pee so bad that he almost didn't make it. (laughs) (laughs) And the next day he was just like, okay, I want to go home now. (laughs) Yeah. I don't blame him after that. Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, this is it. (laughs) He's never gonna, (laughs) he's never going to go on a hike with me again. But that um, certainly wasn't the case. No, definitely no. So I that was what I told my like my colleagues, my like like I was like he's not gonna go on a hike with me again, <laughs> and I was kind of bummed because that's something I really enjoy to do. Right. Um, but then I got home and he was he had all these questions like what is the AT? He's been watching Darwin and everyone on YouTube. <laughs> So he was like, who, what is, what is the AT that everyone seems to be talking about? Like, who's everyone? Um, so I, I explained kind of like the same way that Nick explained it to me, to Rune. He's like, yeah, do you want to do it? I was like, do you, you, and you were like, you, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I was not. Fuck yeah. I was no? like, okay, I'm going to make sure that this is something he wants to do. It's like, so you want to go on a six months hike and hike. 2,000 miles? Is that what you want to do? He's like, yeah. I was like, are you sure? <laughs> and that was, remember, like, just right after we got home from the hike where he did not want right, to go right. another day. Um, so I said, this is, like, something I've dreamt about. Like, I really want to do this. I just have to make sure that you feel, like, the same way about it. He's like, yep, he really wants to do it. Interesting. Um, so that was that was exactly. I was like, okay, let's try to make this happen. That's awesome. Damn, I feel like, th- yeah, that's. I wonder why. I kind of wish I could ask him that now. Like, yeah, why? Why, why did you like want to do it after such a bad, like right after I, such a bad experience? Yeah, I think I could. I I definitely think I know why. Like, Rune is kind of like the type of guy where if you find something, okay, this is like a big challenge. Mm-hmm. it's gonna be hard it's extreme he's like mm-hmm. i'm up for the challenge that's awesome <laughs> he's like that's awesome. the hardest trail is like mm-hmm, yeah i'm gonna see if i can do it 
That's awesome. I think that's why like we all got along so well too, because I like that. I like that shit. That's like that's like the kind of attitude that I like <laughs> from people. Um, so let's uh, let's fast forward a little bit to when you guys actually got to you know states and and started mm-hmm. hiking. Um, because we we all heard that that whole story uh, on the last episode. By the way, yeah. um, for everybody listening, if you haven't listened to episode ninety two with Rune, you should definitely go do that. Probably I would wait till this one's over for the sake of my uh my listening time but uh (laughs) go listen to that one after because the story of how they got over here in the midst of covid like you know starting to all this crazy it's it's a crazy story so um go listen to that but anyways it's episode 92 so once you guys like finally got through that whole craziness and you finally Mm -hmm. got on trail like at the beginning can you just kind of like take me through those first couple of days, like how you guys were feeling? I know you said it was a little bit harder than you had imagined. I'm curious mm-hmm. how Rune was like feeling too. And like, I almost wonder if it was like really positive experience because you you were finally there after all the crazy mm-hmm. travel and all this shit, or if it was like tar- the, the hard. Um, yeah. Can you just kind of take me through those first couple of days? Yeah, it was, it was hard. I think... So I, I said that I was not the type of person who plans anything. Rune is exactly the opposite. Like he, <laughs> we had all this planned out and then it didn't quite like turn out the way that we wanted. So I just remember like everything being rushed and then standing there looking at the odds be like, okay, so now we just go. And now or... you just go. Yeah. Oh yeah. My God. So it was, it was kind of like the feeling like I was like, are we prepared for this? Like, do we just, now we just start i guess and then we stay out here for who knows how long (laughs) um it was kind of like that experience where you're like i guess we just go now like i i just imagine feeling like very prepared or i was excited but i was also very scared yeah um and i remember like looking through all the like they have the small posters or what would you call like boards with all the like leave no trace yeah I'm reading those and kind of just making my way up the waterfall. Be <laughs> like, okay, now we're doing this. <laughs> it was it was really weird. Yeah, um, and definitely. There's, there's people, but it still it still felt kind of like, are we like, are, is this okay? Like with everything going on. Yeah, yeah. It was this really. I think weird is the best way to put it. Yeah, and it's so crazy for me to think about what you guys must have gone through at the start there too because I feel like it's weird for everybody. Like it mm-hmm. was fucking weird for me when I first started. Like the yeah. first maybe the first like half mile like going up the stairs and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. At at first it just felt like okay, I'm just going for another hike, but pretty soon after I kind of started to come to terms with the fact that I was like, okay, I just said goodbye to my family mm-hmm. and like I'm going to be doing this for the next fucking months like long time and and i i I just can't even imagine that feeling you know in addition to the covid stuff like are we (laughs) like supposed to be here like Mm -hmm. what's gonna happen in the future like all this craziness that's nuts that's crazy to think about Mm -hmm. yeah it was it was and i i think i kind of also felt like are we being robbed of like the experience that nick told me yeah yeah because he told me about all like the the community and going into that experience this year i knew that that was not going to be the case um and i think me both me and rune are like social butterflies like we (laughs) like we love being with people and that's a big part of the at as well yeah so i was I was kind of scared for like, are we going to be alone for most of the time? Do I have to keep like a short distance and I cannot be like, I can be friendly with someone, but am I going to be close with them or like, what's, what's the experience going to be like? Yeah. I and think, I think um, it's just like that not knowing anything. Yeah, exactly. I think where I'm sure that pretty much everybody was kind of thinking these same questions mm-hmm. uh there's there's just so much unknown and it's so crazy to look back at it now you know with a little yeah. bit of hindsight but 
I remember even, you know, obviously not being on trail, but even, mm-hmm. you know, myself, I was back then, I was like confused and worried about what was going to happen in terms of the trail. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't like know. Sh- like you don't know where like to put your attitudes or your feelings like towards something where you're not really sure what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But yep. you know, it's not going to be good. <laughs> I guess um, how long into the hike and i think i might have asked rune a similar question um how long into the hike did you finally feel like you kind of you know settled down and got like a little bit comfortable i guess because mm. obviously at the beginning regardless of covid not covid like everyone's going to have that adjustment period but uh, yeah. eventually you're going to come to terms with kind of what you're doing and and mm-hmm. you know get a little bit more comfortable i guess at least mentally so when yeah. did you guys kind of finally start to feel that honestly so I, I, I'm sure if you asked me just when we started, like when we were on trail, like right in the beginning, if you were asked me, I would probably say like, yeah, I'm comfortable. Like this is a routine. But honestly, I would say it wasn't until like after we took the break when we got off trail again, then we got back on May 1st. Mm-hmm. Um, because right in the beginning, there were so many questions and we were still unsure whether so we much should stay unknown, or yeah. yeah, exactly. So it didn't really feel comfortable to me. Like it was still feeling, it was that feeling of knowing there's gonna come a time where I have to get off trail. Like that sat with me. Like I knew yeah. that we're not gonna just push through, break rules. So we're here on a visa. This and there's not really anything that we would do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I was just like, I'm just gonna enjoy it as long as I can. When we have to leave, then we leave. Yep. Yep. Well, that's like, that. that's like kind of sucks to think about. But at the same time, I guess that's probably making the most of it, at least in, yeah, in terms of... Yeah, that was of, like our experience, I guess. Yeah, but you were <laughs> still able to make it. You're yeah. still able to make it. Um, <clears throat> let's see. I know one of the things that Rune, and actually both of you guys were talking about this when, when uh, you know, you came and visited here in Burlington. Uh, the weather was something that kind of, you know, I don't want to say like, surprised you guys but that was something i guess i don't know i feel like maybe it'd be fair to say yeah i feel like i I remember that that sticks out to me as something you guys Mm -hmm. had had talked about quite a bit so um when did you guys finally start to realize like how volatile and sometimes just downright nonsensical the weather can be here on the east coast oh my god it happened right as we got back on i was saying even in the beginning it was like we would know, we knew it was going to be cold and wet. That was like we thought that was going to be the AC, mm-hmm. like cold and wet. Um, but when we got back on, it was it was like a bipolar disease. Like it was, or like it was everything. <laughs> like it was warm, and then it was wet, and then it got freezing cold with the polar vortex. We we're like, what is going on? This May. <laughs> um, so I would say it was that like frequent like change all the time. Yeah. That we're just not used to like the weather up north with everything like the climate we're used to is it's very much similar that day to day you don't have to check your weather app like you know what the weather is gonna be like. Mm-hmm. Whereas there is like oh what is the weather gonna be like next week? <laughs> like are we gonna freeze? <laughs> <laughs> When did you guys really start to get the uh, the heat? Um, I wouldn't say that was like maybe July. July mm-hmm. was crazy. July was crazy? I did not deal well with the heat. Yeah. And the humidity. I remember you guys talking about this too. And I really resonated oh with God. that because I it was the same thing for me because I... I I sweat a lot and it me sucks. Me too. It's it, so bad. It sucks so much. And so <laughs> freaking hiking through... Virginia in July oh God, for me yeah. it was brutal. It was I so brutal. Imagine. Yeah, I remember. So I had my moments of like my my share of crying, <laughs> and a lot of times I cried just because I was sweating so much. I was so hot that I just I was like, oh my God, what do I do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I just started crying. And room was like, there's not much we can do. Fine, we just have to keep going. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I know I resonate with that so much because that was my experience too. And like other people around me, you know, they'd be sweating too, obviously. Yeah, but you're just overwhelmed. Not nearly as much as I was like Flossie. Mm-hmm. Like I swear to God, that guy like barely sweats. And I would just be yep. so, I'd like pull up to a shelter drenched head to toe, mm-hmm. just like, 
uh, my freaking yep. clothes. It's like I jumped in Me a swimming too. pool. And then yeah, Flossie would even... show up with like nothing. I was like, come on, man. Come on. I would turn to the room and be like, you're not even sweating. He's like, yes, I am. I was like, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sucks. The heat is just, it's just brutal. Yeah, um, How about what section of trail was your favorite? Very generic question, but that's mm. that's what we're doing right now. Do I have to pick just one section? No, mm. no, you don't have to pick nah. just one section. What sections were your favorite? I, and I section, think, I'll, I'll define section as anything you want it to be. It could oh. be a state. It could be a part of a state. Yeah. It could be, you know, yeah, anything. Very open question. Mm-hmm. I think right in the beginning when we hit the Rowan Highlands, that was when I was like, oh, wow, this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then wasn't really until we got to the Whites. But I knew from Nick. Nick told me about the whites all the time. That was his favorite section. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, something, something good is coming. But it's also gonna be like really hard work, but with like the reward of were all the views. You, were you nervous before the whites at all? I was. Because I know from my experience, people. Again, I feel like I've talked about this on really early episodes, but it's been a while now. Um, people were really just like hyping up the whites and be like oh it's gonna Mm -hmm. be so hard like you're gonna cut your mileage in half and all this stuff Mm -hmm. and i'd hiked there quite a bit because it's pretty close to where i live here and so i was like i wasn't nervous at all for the way i was excited because i was like i get to see some stuff i've already done it feels like home a little bit um i remember we visited you just right before yeah. we got into yeah, the yeah actually that's so true you all these yes. questions like do i need like some like warmer layers i hear it's gonna be freezing and i was like i hear it's so hard that we're gonna cut our miles into half and you're like no you guys got it <laughs> like, yeah i was like you're gonna you be worry. fine like, like <laughs> you're, you're gonna like you're just gonna like run right through the whites and was i right yeah you were <laughs> let's go that's why you should trust me everybody watch my stupid <laughs> videos and stuff <laughs> <laughs> but it was still hard like but it was, it was just like you just needed to hit that first mountain and be like, hmm, that wasn't so bad. Yes, I feel like that. That's so true. That was that was the experience that I had as well, or not mm-hmm. the experience I had, but the experience I watched the people around me have. I guess. Yeah, um, like you grow with confidence. You're like, oh my god, exactly. I got this. It's like you if you're going northbound, you go up uh, Musilock or Musilock, mm-hmm. you however you pronounce it. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like after that, you're like, okay. You yeah, know, this was hard, but it's like, all right, I just did the then first you, mountain in the whites and like, yeah, oh my God, going down, like, that oh shit is brutal. My. Beaver Brook yep. is tough for sure. Yeah, it is. Um, let's see. I guess, what was the weather like in the whites? Because I remember when I sent you guys off, because uh, for everybody listening, um, I picked uh, Rune and Nikki up in West Hartford, Vermont, which is like right before Hanover, New Hampshire. So right before the border with New Hampshire, and then the whites are probably, a, you know, day or two after that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I met up with them right before they got into the whites. And I remember you guys were, yeah, you not worried, but you were kind of prepping and, you know, looking mm-hmm. at the weather and stuff. And I feel like the weather was kind of shitty the day I sent you it off. It was. Did, yeah, did that... it did not look promising. But it, it, it turned, like, right as we, when we got over Muzulak, we were not, able to see anything mm-hmm. um and it was it was like not clear it was rainy but then right after like the next the next day when we hit the oh what's it called um the kinsman's mm, is it the kinsman's is that yeah the kinsman oh my god <laughs> you hiked a lot of mountains that, yes we did <laughs> It was sunny, it was clear, we could see everything. And the day right after was just even more beautiful, like Lafayette. Is that what it's called? Uh, Lafayette is on Franconia Ridge. Yes, exactly. The Franconia Ridge. Beautiful weather. Yes, that's so good to hear. So I I just remember walking through, I was like, oh my God, if we did this in bad weather, I would not be able to, like, I would not, I would have regret, like, just waited one more day. That's what you said too. You're like, if you can wait out bad weather, definitely, <laughs> definitely wait it out. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't want to be on a ridge in bad weather. No, I still remember. Um, and a lot of people that listen to this podcast are 
not so much through hikers, but they're more like peak baggers and a lot of them mm-hmm. hike in the white. So they they know this, what I'm about to say mm-hmm. already. So bear with me here, folks. But but I still remember when I did Franconia Ridge on my through hike, I had done it once before. Um, but so I, I kind of knew what it was about a little bit. But on the th- on my through hike, I almost felt like I did it again for the first time because mm-hmm. I was up there with, uh, you know, Flossie and a few other people that had never hiked in the whites before. And watching their reaction to it, it literally felt like I was doing it again for the first time. And, and again, yeah. like a lot of people know, like, oh, Franconia, like, of course, it's like one of these epic places, really overcrowded and, you know, whatever. But like, just think about that, folks, for all you white mountain hikers who probably maybe even stay away from Franconia at this point, because it is so, you know, popular. Like, just imagine like hiking it with somebody after coming all the way from Georgia um, and watching them react to it for the first time because there's really nothing like that on the AT mm-hmm. up until that point, right? So definitely no. It was incredible, and I'm so glad to hear you guys got good weather up there too because that I feel like that that's got to be like one of the most like yeah, just it amazing was so spots. rewarding. It was like you're tired. It is a hard climb, but you get up there and you instantly just forgot all about the hard work you put into it. You're like, oh my god, we just gotta keep going because this mm-hmm. is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then you do the presidentials a couple days later, and then by then oh you're fucking God. like, if depending on the weather, you're probably just like over it and ready to <laughs> get yes, to Maine. <laughs> definitely. Oh my God, that day was probably I would say one of the hardest day for me, the presidential. Really? Yeah, it was. How was the weather on that day? Oh my or, God, or days? It was shit. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Am At I least you got good weather shit? on Franconia. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, you can swear for sure. Yeah, I think it it kind of like it balances out. It evens out. It's okay, but mm-hmm. that was one of the days where I didn't. So I didn't know about the rocks. Like, oh, like I didn't know that you were like balancing from one rock to the other. And then we were not able to see anything but uh, six feet ahead of us. Like oh, you, wow. Like the social distancing, like you, you couldn't see anything. <laughs> In a way, uh, it was it probably kind of nice because normally that place is so fucking crowded. There's just like mm. so many people up there, but yeah, who am I kidding? There still was, and I was like looking, I was like, what are you doing up here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, people, there's, people love that stuff, obviously, because mm-hmm. it's like super epic and good weather, but yeah, and that is true. Like the rocks up there, because um, like you're so far above treeline, I, I feel like it's different than treeline, like lower treeline, like we have here mm-hmm. in Vermont and in some other spots on the way. It's like it's it's still rocky, but up there it's like a whole nother level. You know, yeah, the, the two or three times I've been up there, it's like yeah, it's boulders. Like it's, it's tough. It's tough hiking. That was a you know. Now that you say that, that was a tough day for us yeah. too. The day that we I remember just like just looking at the rocks, and I didn't look at anything but the rocks for like we got up early because we wanted to see the sunrise on top of Mount Washington. We did not see anything. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but it was like walking for six hours in winds and just looking at the rocks. And after that, I sat down and was like, <gasps> what was that? <laughs> what was I was just that? so happy it was over. How about, um, how about, I know we kind of skipped like the whole middle section of your hike, mm-hmm. so we, we can go back in a second, but... I'm just curious too to hear about. I feel like it's been a long time since I've had like an AT conversation like this. This is this is fun. Um, how about the Mahusik notch oh, yeah. section of trail, but not just the notch itself, like that whole like oh, the, the arm too, just like all that stuff, like that whole day yeah. that you went through there. I'm curious to hear about that because that was definitely that was the like hardest physical day that I had on my whole through hike. Yeah, I think so. We were like, as everyone else, you're very excited for that section because you know it's like it's 50 50. Like, you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. <laughs> and we've done a lot of long, hard days like leading up to that. We did long days through the whites and we just kept going. And I think we made like big ambitions for that particular day. And then we hit the notch and, um, we took care of one another and it took us like one and a half hour to go one mile. <laughs> like it was, it was insane. It is so. ridiculous. Yeah. But we were goofing around, having fun. And I remember after that, I was like, oh, that was fun. Let's do it again. <laughs> and then we hit the arm. I was like, oh my God. It's brutal. 
because that's that's that oh my god that's one thing i didn't realize about the notch is no one talks about the arm it's like exactly because you hear all about the notch obviously Mm -hmm. because it's crazy and nothing like it but what you don't realize or what at least i didn't realize is that the notch is i mean it's a notch right so that means Mm -hmm. there's big ass you know slopes on on both sides yeah and and like like the thing that a lot of or at least i didn't i didn't realize this is you hear about the notch obviously but i didn't realize that the notch i mean it's a notch so maybe in in hindsight it's kind of obvious but (laughs) there's big ass hills on both sides of the notch so you you don't just like hike on flat easy trail then get to the notch get through it and then go on your merry way like you have to go down a really fucking steep mountain to mm-hmm. just get to the notch. You got to go yeah. through the notch, and then you're gonna go back up the arm. So it's like, I think that whole that whole combination is what makes that section of trail so difficult. Yeah, like, oh really man, difficult. that was that was brutal. I remember that shit. That was just that was brutal day. It was fun, but it was tough. It was yeah. I remember tough. it too. Like we did the notch, sat down, had lunch, and then made our way up, and it was. Like it's a climb, mm-hmm. it definitely is, and you're you're still like even though you don't feel like sore or exhausted, like just all that climbing with your hands above your head, like shuffling through, like with your backpack on and everything, like you're still exhausted. Mm-hmm. And then you start making way your way up. I think we only did nine miles that day, and we all sat down. It was like, oh my god, that felt like thirty <laughs> miles. <laughs> it it does. Like that was the day that kind of broke my friend Mullet Mike too. As mm-hmm. uh, folks who have listened to some of the early episodes will recall, hopefully. Um, how about like? So this is one thing I I did a video on this recently. So I was just thinking about it. Um, how about like bears? How many how many bears did you guys see? Or bear mm. bears bear. Yeah, bears. I don't know what the plural we is. We saw like the first, like we saw a few bears in the like distance, like far away. Uh, a mom and a few cops running away, and just right off, like when we got into Damascus. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we didn't really have any bear encounters for a long time, and we were kind of disappointed. And then we got to bed right after um we climbed up three ridges in virginia yeah we yep. got up and camped it was dark we were so tired and lazy so we just hang up food bags like a few like very close to the tent <laughs> something you're not supposed like don't <laughs> definitely do this. not <laughs> um and rune heard something um and he was like oh my god i think there's bears outside of tent." <laughs> i was like you gotta be kidding me um so he's sh- like he shines light outside the tent and there's two bears in our food bags oh no yeah and i was not getting out of the tent <laughs> I, I didn't know i i was like what do we do like do we make noise do we just pretend like do we just hope that they go away <laughs> um and i was I was like trying to think of what we should do and Rune just got out the tent in his underwear and just screamed and yelled and scared them away. Wait, were they like actually like up in the tree like getting your food? Our food wasn't even in the tree. It was like oh. tied to the trunk. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did they get into the bag at all? Uh, no, because Rune was so quick. Like he like immediately just got out and... We talked about it after. I was like, weren't you scared? It's like, no, I was so annoyed. Like, I wanted to go to bed. Like, get away from my food, you yeah, fucking like, oh bears. Yeah, God, I want to sleep. So he oh, just yeah, got out it. and he was not scared at all. It wasn't until after he thought about it. He was like, wait, that was not... Maybe I shouldn't have done that. I mean, I feel like that's kind of... Well, what what you really shouldn't do... What you really shouldn't have done, as you, as you just said a second ago, is probably shouldn't have just tied it to a tree but <laughs> i think that's what you're you, like what else are you gonna do like you gotta yeah. you're supposed to i don't know are you supposed to scare them away i just did the video on I bear guess safety you I are, because this, but... you don't want the bears to think that like they're attracted to your food bags well I mean, that, that's what i would do. do i feel like, like a good bear hang yeah and yeah. then you don't have to worry about it exactly but we did, were just really lazy did you guys start hanging your food after that <laughs> oh yes the funny thing is right in the morning when it like we could see um just 
we saw the the food hang that we could have used mm -hmm. and it was very close to the tent definitely saw it if we weren't there before the sun went down i'm just looking at it like oh my god this is so stupid <laughs> well hopefully you didn't make that mistake again it's i feel like a no. lot of people and like i totally i totally understand why people don't like to hang their food like i mm -hmm. definitely understand that and to be honest with you I, I didn't hang my food until the at but i feel like a lot of time it does take a experience mm -hmm. maybe not one quite as drastic as that but some sort of bear encounter before people yeah. are like oh shit okay i guess i should probably take this a little more seriously <laughs> exactly <laughs> and then once you get good at hanging a bear bag like it almost becomes fun in a weird way yeah like it's like it's almost like a challenge like a fun challenge i kind of like you hanging my really food now to be like, honest you're like look what i just did yeah i don't like it when it's hard to like find a good branch or if it's like mm -hmm. raining or something like that but I feel like at the end of the day, like most of the time, it's just like one more thing to keep you occupied, like mm -hmm. at the end of the day before you just yeah. like eat and go to bed. So normally it's just part of the routine. Like, you know, you're going to hang your food bag and you do this every day. But I remember just that one day we're like, we haven't seen any bears. Let's just put it around the trunk of the tree. <laughs> um, Nikki, so on the show, as you, as you know, that was a, that was a rhyme. Nikki, so on the show, <laughs> as you know, um, <laughs> we uh, we do the story thing at the end of the episode. And there's a I, I always like to own up to the situation when I don't properly give my guest a heads up <laughs> about this. And I, I, I'm just going to be honest, folks. I I butchered this with with Nikki. I, not only did I not remind her about the end of the episode story. But I also didn't tell her any of the information about how we record. Like, all I did was like, hey, want to record at 9 tomorrow morning? And she's like, yeah. I was like, all right. <laughs> Th <laughs> thankfully, Rune, Rune stepped up. And Rune is the one that told her all that stuff. So I want to give him the credit and not take it myself. So I did not remind Nikki of the story thing. However, Rune did. So she has a story prepared. And this is one I'm actually kind of morbidly excited to hear about uh because I, i've seen the pictures but i haven't actually heard the story so anyways um without spoiling it too much nikki uh let's hear the let's hear the the face story <laughs> the face story yeah how did you get the face <laughs> um yeah the face story we so we were getting very close to the end of like the journey um, we entered the 100-mile wilderness. Um, we packed for five days worth of food. And we were making progress. It was still like I was, we were all tired and just ready to get to top of Mount Katahdin. Um, mm -hmm. I remember Rune, Rune was telling me like, okay, now there's this and this many like hard mountains to go. Like he was really sweet and trying to like get my spirit up. He was like, okay, have you got one more big climb? And that was what he said to me that day when I got the, the face. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's like, this is the, the bigger lows. He's like, this is, this is gonna, no, there wasn't the bigger lows. I can't even remember what it's called. Um, I'm trying, I can't remember either. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, you would know, like as you're like making your way southbound is like the first, climb that you do um and we were making our way down that climb we just finished we just saw mount katahdin we're getting so close um i i remember the spot that you're talking about mm -hmm. i do not remember the name though because no, like when either. you're going northbound it's like you're there and you see mount katahdin so mm -hmm. clearly you're like exactly why the fuck do i care about the name of the yeah. mountain i'm on right now <laughs> he's like okay i'm just i'm i know what i'm getting like i'm, I'm just gonna go forward i'm sure somebody um, listening knows but yeah we can't remember <laughs> But I, I remember like, you get in the mindset where I wouldn't say you get lazy, but your body reacts like, oh, now I can relax. Yeah. Like that was the big climb. Now it's easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Like from here on, I just mm -hmm. got to go. And we were making our way down and I all of a sudden just forgot how to hike <laughs> or fall or anything. And I just stumbled. And kind of like a like you would like a tree 
I just I slammed my face Oof. into the tr- like down and hit it real hard. Did you um, hit it? Wait, did you hit your face on like a rock? Yes, I did. <sighs> so I've done this. I did this multiple times on the trail, but it was almost like I knew it was going to happen. So I picked like the the soft and I say soft like with my like it wasn't <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. soft, but like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, but not this time, like there was a rock and I just slammed my face right into the rock and Ugh. I knew, oh my God, I just got a feeling where, you know, this is bad. Yeah. Um, and I instantly just started screaming, crying. Um, and I, like I touched my, my head, like where I hit my head and it was just blood coming out like from my forehead, forehead <laughs> and my eyebrow and rune panicked oh my god i was just gonna say i was like what did rune do because that would freak me out too if that happened to Um, like a hiking partner exactly rune panicked and he was just like because that point i was still lying on the ground so he had to get me up and i couldn't exactly like find out like what was going on and luckily we were with two other people one of them was a nurse so she like she acted really quick like trying to find out if i had a concussion or um how much i was bleeding um she gave me water and told me don't take these painkillers they're like blood like they would thin your blood um so they tied like a bandana around my head and quickly made sure if i was okay um and i luckily was mm-hmm. like it w- i was like okay it was a bad hit but i'm okay no concussion. Uh, I'm just gonna take it. No, no concussion. Okay. I was like, I'm just gonna take it slow. Um, but as you know, like when you're in the hundred mile wilderness, it's not exactly wilderness, but right. you got a long way to go if you want to say that's get like to anywhere. Like, that's like hospital. the worst place for that to happen, it right? Is. Because I know, right? It's like it's like if you're on another section of trail. If you're in like I don't know Pennsylvania, for instance, mm-hmm. um, it's yeah, like the total dude, opposite. There's, there's so many road so crossings. many fucking roads, and even in other sections that have a little bit less, like parts mm-hmm. of Virginia, you're still usually only doing yeah, you can three hear days. Towns, you know, like you can hear the sounds. Yeah, of cars and there's or... side trails and stuff. But mm-hmm. obviously, I mean, everyone knows the hundred mile wilderness is the hundred mile fucking wilderness. So yep. that's yeah, it's just the worst possible spot for that to happen, mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah, but I remember I was feeling okay. Like I, I wasn't feeling my very best. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, okay, I hit my head, but I'm okay. I'm just going to take it really slow. Um, and we m- made it. And I knew there was a couple of road crossing left until there would be like a long section where we wouldn't be able to get off if we mm-hmm. wanted to. Um, so room was reminding me like, okay, you have to be very honest. Like if you feel bad, we need to get off like here. Like you can't cross this road and then be like, hmm, okay, maybe we yeah. should have gone out. Oh, that's such a hard decision. Damn. Yeah, because we were with everyone we've hiked with and I was like, are we going to not be able to finish with everyone because I hit my head on like five days before we were at Katahdin or even three days before. Like it was so close. Mm-hmm. Um, and But we made it to camp and i remember about three miles before we got to camp we made it down to like that um, final road crossing and a guy named iceman that maybe some people know uh, who does trail magic he was there and we didn't know and i just started crying mm. like i'm a crier like hence the, the trail name burst like i just into tears and i was standing there like with the blood and with the bandana and he was just looking at me and like, <laughs> is she happy <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like one of those things where it's like it's so simple what he does like it's food and it's a chair but it was like it was everything to me oh i bet you yeah that must have been wow like, i'm so <laughs> grateful um, but then I we got to camp and I woke up the next morning and I couldn't open my eye. Oh, um, oh. Um, because the blood had just rushed down from my forehead right into my eye as I was laying down. Um, and it, it was swollen and it was like pink, purpley. Um, 
and I couldn't couldn't open it. And everyone just sat up in the shelter and looked at me and they were like, "Are you okay?" Oh my god! <laughs> and Damn. I, like, I don't think I can open my eye. <laughs> and Rune's just like, "Ooh, this is not good." <laughs> um, and I, I, it's one of those things where you don't have a mirror. Like people are just looking at you, like, yeah. "What do I oh, look like?" Wow. Okay, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, um, like I hadn't get, gotten a chance to like look at my face, but someone like the nurse just went and got water. It's like put this on your eye <laughs> because we didn't have any ice. Yeah, we didn't have anything like any disinfection wipes or like, maybe we got some hand sanitizer. But it's like, what do we do? <laughs> um, and I. I put my like camera on on my phone and I looked at my face and I was just thinking of <laughs> our summit picture. <laughs> oh, I bet, yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking of, like, is this what I'm going to look like on my summit picture? Oh my God, that's brutal. What do you call like the hunchback of Notre Dame? Is that what you call it? Yeah, them? yeah, yeah. That was what I felt like. <laughs> and that was also pretty much like, Mm, what I looked like with my eye like shot and all red and purple and the swelling just like kept going down my cheek so I I couldn't see my feet on like one side of my face so I just kept on stumbling and room was room was getting like a little bit annoyed he's like you better not fall yeah no kidding he's like, he's like take care like we're so close like don't fall <laughs> um and I didn't, I didn't have any service out throughout the 100-mile wilderness. So I didn't really get a chance to tell my mom or anyone that I, like, hit my head really bad. Yeah. Um, or get a chance to, like, send her a picture. So what Room did was he, he took a picture and he had service and he uploaded it to Instagram, like, and told the story. And none of us had thought that, like, hmm, maybe we should have told someone before just, we just posted the picture. Like, Yeah. So <laughs> I remember getting service and everyone was just asking, like, questions like, hey, are you okay? Like, oh, my God, it looks so bad. Yeah. And my mom was like, please take care of yourself. Like, I want to get you home as well. And I, <laughs> I felt kind of bad. That's, yeah, I didn't even, I wouldn't have even thought about that either. I'm, no, I'm like trying to find so, the pictures right so now on your bad. Instagram. Like, oh, that looks brutal. Yeah, it. it yeah. It how was um? Bad. How long did it take before it like finally like healed up, or or or, mm. or like aesthetically, like you couldn't really? Yeah, it 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 went pretty fast. I would say like mm -hmm. it it was still looking really bad as we were like Rune has a picture from us on the like the bridge looking at Mount Katahdin the day before we were going to summit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I remember he was like, you need to smile, otherwise it looks like I just, like I, oh. like I hit you. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I am smiling. He's like, no, you're not. You need to show your teeth. Oh, man, that's <laughs> Because brutal. I just did, I did not look happy. Like my face was swollen. Yeah. And I was just like, I looked like a bee child. I, oh, it man. was so bad. Um but but you day, finished it that's so badass yeah, I did. we got to the top and uh, we made our way down and then i decided to peel off the scar like it it was all like brown red like Ugh. my forehead and that was a good idea actually i just put some cream on it and then it it instantly looked way better <laughs> um so that was my way of fixing it yeah and then yeah I I think I have a small like maybe like you could see that my skin's a little bit more brownish on yeah. my forehead, but that's the only like mark I have from that like rock or what I like to say like the kiss I got from the trail like the goodbye. The goodbye, yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, I'm glad you were okay. I'm glad you were able to make it out um and and finish obviously. Aww, me so. Too. Yeah, be careful, everybody. Jeez, be careful. <laughs> yeah, be um, careful. Learn how to fall. Like, use your <laughs> arms. Uh, I think that's going to do it, Nikki. Thank you mm -hmm. so much for coming on here. This was awesome. Like I said earlier, it's, it's I love talking about the AT, obviously. Um, yeah, me too. So, 
yeah thank you uh why don't you go ahead and plug your insta or anything anything you want to plug so people can go follow you maybe dig up those gnarly photos of your of your, of your <laughs> of my injury face. <laughs> my beautiful face <laughs> i i would say like to add like if you you it's probably easy to find me on instagram sure pretty much if you just search my name like n-i-k-o-l-i-n-e that would find my name but it's nicolina hammond if you're anyone's interested Awesome. I'll Look have a link. Up. <laughs> I'll have a link in the uh, show notes to to yeah, the Insta. Yeah, that's a good idea. As I always do. Um, <laughs> so yeah, thank you for listening, everybody. Nikki, thank you again one more time. Yeah, my um, pleasure. And yeah, have a good one, everybody. Mm, good Sunday.